much time do you want for your progress? progress, progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and B.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. All right, Dr. Hayes, how are you doing today? Oh, doing well. How about you, Dr. Cooper? I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, as you can see today, I'm from a different location. I'm on the campus of Doan University. I have class today, but a search committee meeting this morning. So I appreciate you uh, making the adjustments on this. What is today? Is today the seventh day of November? It's the seventh, the election day in some Ele parts of the country. Election day. Go vote. Election. And in less than a year from now, it will be elections of our presidents of the United States. Less than a year, Dr. Hayes. Can you believe we have, oh, Lord, have mercy. Have flies. They say it flies when you're having fun. All I know is it's it some flies, whatever's stuff. going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, say um, time waits for no one. Time waits for no one. I had this interesting uh, experience happen to me on campus yesterday as I was uh, teaching my humanities class, and we were talking about ethics and leadership. And um, I placed on the screen all of these world mm -hmm. leaders uh, from antiquity up to modern times. So I had, I didn't, I didn't have a picture of Jesus because you know I could find one really, but uh, I probably could, but I don't like that Michelangelo portrayal. Yes. But yes. I, I, I had, I had a picture of Augustus and Alexander the Great, and uh, and then we fast forwarded to. Um, John F. Kennedy, and we moved on to today. And so I had I had um, uh, President Obama, President Trump, I had Oprah Winfrey, uh, I had Beyonce, Taylor Swift. Then I had this person named Sexy Red, and it blew the students' minds away because I know they were looking at me like. What does our professor, the Reverend Dr. Cooper, know about sexy red? And and here's the thing, you know, we were talking, and um, you know, the definition of a leader is a person who has people to follow them. That's all. That's so Absolutely. simple. Absolutely. That's it. As long as you got people following you, you are a leader. And so we 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 bounce this thing back and forth. Like, who are leaders? Do they lead for self-interest? Is there self-discipline? Is there obligation, moral obligation for justice? Um, are, are there duties? Uh, what, what does that leader look like? 
And so I was I was amazed at how um, the students were just so engaged. And one guy came to me after class and he said, how many more classes do you teach? And I said, well, I gave him the litany and he says, I just want to take some more. Uh, this this is just a lot and I'm loving it. All the professor would ever want is for students to say they are loving the class. I want to have more. But the thing that got me, so we, we then broke down the various decades of, of the types of leaders. So you had, what did it look like from the 1920s up to 2020? So we did a hundred year span from the 1920s per decade to the 2020s. And I was amazed at how leaders in the 1920s were really about impressing their will on the people. And then you get to the 2020s, we have influencers. Mm-hmm. social influencers mm-hmm. and and i mean the whole thing like if you have hundreds of thousands of followers on social media are you a leader and the reason why i mentioned sexy red was because she is a uh, a rapper and the influence that she has when she gives out this dog whistle i'm going to vote for trump because now you got folks following this person who is, I'm not going to throw shade on her because I don't know much about her other than she has a platform and she has people following her and that level of influence. And so where does ethics play in when we now bring in, you have the 1920s and the 2020s, 100-year span of time, Mm -hmm. and you have these influencers on social media with these great platforms that are saying what they want folks to know. Let's have a conversation, Dr. Hayes. How do you go from a leader to impress a will to social influencers who have ideas that are impressing a will? And and we've seen it over and over that that influence of social media and the internet and all the YouTube and all of that good stuff. Even podcasts like this. Come on, let's talk. What do you think? Well, I think I think. Um... And I don't want to be unkind about it, but I think that most 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 of the young people nowadays are not very deep thinkers. Uh, they have really not been taught how to think critically. They've been taught how to regurgitate what is given out. And in many cases, they they there has been no real research um, put into um, making decisions about current events or making decisions about things that affect our everyday life. Um, They listen to, as you say, the person, the people that they like or the people who, who say things in, in the, in a way that ropes them in. And then they just follow. Uh, And I guess, you know, from our, my generation, it would be following blindly, not really, having a deep understanding of of the things that people represent or stand for. Well, and here's the thing, Dr. Hayes, because in the 1960s, the type of leader was to represent a leader was, or in the 1950s, I believe, it was a leader was to represent the will of a group. And so you have like Dr. King representing the will of black folks wanting the civil rights. 
um, uh, that would be just that one person as that leader offering that. But I, I would almost argue with you in the fact that there's nothing new. When, when we are floundering around, people are looking for somebody to lead. And so it's not just young people. It's like, why do we have to have a person to be our spokesperson? And what does it mean when we have Hitler was a leader? He had folks following him. And this phenomenon of, of, of President 45 is just blowing my mind that you have folks who are migrating towards this and and these are not just quote unquote young people these are octogenarians who are excited to follow a criminal it's amazing to me um how that the platform and the influence works and i said maybe just maybe the person represents an inner consciousness that 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 could be articulated so so if i am say an elitist who are so caught up in my stock portfolio and want to decentralize government and and have my taxes uh, cut, then sure, I'm gonna migrate towards this, my inner consciousness that's embodied by a personality. And this personality just happens to be someone who glorifies evading taxes or not paying taxes or or skirting responsibilities. So that's kind of scary, right? But then we think about charismatic leaders, charis meaning grace. And 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 is this any different than Jesus? Because Jesus spoke to an inner consciousness about this is what the kingdom is all about. It's scary when I speak it through and wrestle with it. Come on, Doc. Well, you're, you're, you're correct. And I, I, I withdraw my, my narrow uh, approach to just young people. It's not just young people. It's, it's the majority of people. They like, they like people who say what they want to hear. And that's what you're alluding to, that people follow people who are saying what they want to hear or are saying something that resonates with them in their own life situation. Um, they're, they're, they're not always analyzing uh, a person's position and how they got there and the intricacies of coming to certain conclusions. They just like what they hear and they keep coming back to hear it again and again. And um, they say, well, that's my person because they think like I think they say what I would say if I had anybody to listen. And I think that's probably what we would call human nature. Uh, it takes effort uh, and it takes um, a certain resolve to really analyze issues and research things and get to the bottom of why things are how they are. I think I have just a natural curiosity about why people do what they do and and what's behind what is being said, because I'm a truth seeker. That's what truth is, the, the ultimate reality behind what is obvious. So the average person would probably just listen to people who say what they believe already. They're not being convinced or uh, necessarily converted um, and when you talk about religious leaders, 
they follow, again, leaders who they have some emotional connection with uh, and who speak in a way that resonates with them or that they uh, agree with. There used to be a time religious leaders would want to convict you or convince you that maybe a path that you've taken is not correct. Maybe some things you have done you need to repent from. That used to be the the uh, the cry, repent. In other words, change your ways. Now it's let me let me talk about what you already know, what you already do, and something you could say yes or amen to. Uh, but the whole idea of of changing somebody's mind by convincing them, you don't get much of that. Uh, of course, on the on on uh, the media, um, they present certain ideas and continue to represent them until you you begin to believe it. And I guess that in a way that is a way of convincing people. You need this. You need that. Uh, and it comes to you over and over and over and over again until it makes some kind of imprint on your mind. And then you, you begin to think, well, maybe I do need that. Or maybe I do need to, to do this or go there or vote for that person. And so there's a, a lot of psychological manipulation that goes on in public media. So it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to analyze, but I think you're correct that we should pay attention to it and uh, explore it at least uh, and encourage others who are under our uh, tutelage uh, to think about things as well rather than just jump on every bandwagon that goes by. So I remember as a kid, and so my dad was teaching um, Sunday school or Bible study. I can't remember which. It's probably Bible study because he just taught all over the place. But I remember him leaning in heavily on the passage from Second Timothy. Uh, I think it's the fourth chapter where it says that for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, mm -hmm. but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having right. itching ears. Itching ears. Absolutely. And they will turn away their ears from the truth Sound and will up. turn it to fables. <laughs> yeah. So here we are, Dr. Hayes. We got these itching ears all around, people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I really think that every age has has that, that, that segment of the population where they want to hear what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus also said that the, narrow, the road that leads to life is narrow. A few, few there are that find it. Mm -hmm. There are few people who really want to analyze their own behavior and strive for a more productive life and a, a life that aligns to a closer degree with the life of Jesus. Even those who go to church aren't willing to say, I need to adjust my life or my way of being to model Jesus. They'll tell you very quickly, well, I'm not Jesus, <laughs> which means 
Don't expect me to be like him. <laughs> I embraced him as my savior. He he paid the price so I didn't have to, but that didn't mean I have to change. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so it goes, Dr. Hayes, and so it goes. And and here we are. We've got some itching ears. Uh, I think there is some new eardrops out for those who use headphones and and those who muffle out the sounds and who use ear pods, earbuds. Um, There's some fluid or liquid to to not let your ears dry out that causes them to itch and to get infected. And maybe just maybe we are we are just seeing so much um, in terms of I just don't even know what to say, Doc. Um, other than we got some itching ears, folks, and we got people who are saying just any, anything um, to get a like, to get a a vote, uh, and it's almost scary. And and where is that balance? Where do we seek the truth? Because the truth will set us free. Can you give us some closing well, I, comments? I, I think and, you're doing, uh, Dr. Kubi, you're doing what has to be done, and that is people with uh, the critical uh, thinking with those persons who bring an alternative understanding. And another thing, in other words, another thing to consider that somehow people who have been driven down a certain path can be arrested uh, by, by a thought that they had never had. Uh, and so those of us who who, who think more critically are, ought to be among the voices that they listen to. That's the only, the only way you can overcome uh, uh, the reality that we're dealing with is to present a different reality. And I think that, that whatever causes people to really think and have to make choices is a good thing. Just this going along to get along it's gonna kill us. Well, I didn't want to leave on that kind of note, but I think I think you're doing a good thing, and I think people like you uh, should continue to step forward and let their voices be heard among the myriad uh, voices of people who will not help you uh, be a better version of yourself. So we're grateful for you and people like you who are willing to introduce a different thought dr hayes it's a heavy ass burden well that's all i got to say but the, but the lord knew that evidently you have what it takes to bear it we shall see and we'll keep on going on that note we'll see you all next week chatter it has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.